Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheeky Scientist News. I'm Isaiah and today we're talking about salary negotiation, in particular, how it's the new frontier of AI taking over. Okay, so this is an article, AI's next target, often stressful salary negotiations. There was a slew of articles that came out in the past week. Your next salary negotiation could be with AI. What does this mean? It means that employers are gonna use AI more and more early on in the process to anchor you as low as possible. We've already seen this though, so you should be prepared for it. When you upload a resume online, very often you'll have two boxes, right? Where it asks you to put in your range of salary, your expected salary range, or just one box having you put in what that expected salary is before you can even upload your resume. You used to be able to leave it blank, then you used to be able to put in zero, then you could put in an asterisk or another symbol. Now you have to put in numbers with a certain number of digits. This arms race will continue. But why do employers do this? Back up, because they don't wanna get emotionally involved. They don't wanna get relationally involved. They don't want a bias to be there, which makes them more likely to pay employees more. And it's not just about one employee, not just about you, the job candidate. It's about a large company with 200,000 employees, right? They have turnover at a very high level. So these small numbers, 10,000 more here, 20,000 more here, can add up very quickly. So it's something they watch closely. If AI can do all of the early negotiations, like an AI chatbot, for example, instead of emailing back and forth, what does that mean? It means there's money to be saved. They could hire other employees as well. What do you want to do, sir? You're on the other side of this arms race. You want to make sure you're prepared for these AI bots early on in the process, just like you're prepared for putting in a value that's ideally 20% less than the salary that's posted for the job or the salary you can find if they ask for it that early on. Remember, when it comes to negotiating, until you have a contract on paper as a job candidate, you have no leverage. You wanna showcase your value to create leverage. You wanna talk about the benefits you can bring to the company, again, to create leverage, but you have no actual leverage. That's the best way to think about it until you have an offer on paper. So before you have an offer on paper, you just wanna deflect. Any reasonable offer will be considered. That's if you're talking to a human. If you're talking to a bot though, if it's a chat bot, you can say the same thing. If you're putting in a salary when you're uploading your resume, you gotta put it in a number that's not gonna get you weeded out because they're just looking to screen out at that point. You don't get to explain yourself. You don't get them to, to like you, to see all the benefits of hiring you. So if the job's posted for, right, 100,000, put in a range, put in 70 to 80,000, right? Something that's about 20% lower. Still reasonable, right? Definitely low, but still reasonable. You can always come back from that when they give you the job offer on paper by saying, you know, now that I've met a lot more people, had a lot more discussions about what the job will entail, and I've seen it on paper, and I've had my chance to do some research, is there any, any way we could bump that salary up a bit? These kinds of open-ended questions are increasingly important, and it's talked about in some of these articles, where if you're gonna be working with an AI chatbot for the early negotiations, not unsimilar to working with a third-party recruiter who's just gonna give you factual, this is what you have to accept, et cetera. Asking open-ended questions is the best way to come off as non-confrontational, right? Not greedy, interested in the role, but just kind of working together as a we, not I versus them, to see what's possible. Is there anything we could do to increase that offer a bit? What have you paid other people in this role before? What, what kind of skills did they have that allowed you to go past the salary cap in that case. Perfect, I have those skills too. 
So get good at those types of human open-ended questions. That's what's gonna work best with the AI. That's gonna work best with the employer when you're having these negotiation talks. Uh, you should also realize that AI is being used more and more for every part of the job search process. This is an article, AI for Hiring, talks about sourcing, screening, and interviewing. So start seeing and start understanding you're gonna see AI in every part of the job search process. This is why there's so many recruiters, so many hiring managers that are being let go of. It's why so many of them are scrambling to post jobs and to interview even if they can't hire, even if they have a hiring freeze, they wanna seem active. This is why we have this overabundance of ghost job listings now. Even ghost interviews are trying to be active because they know AI is taking their jobs. So you have to realize this is a job candidate. Still reach out to talk to the employers whenever you can, but be able to weave in and out of working with the AI to get through and working with the human employer. Another great article that came out was how to negotiate your salary, very basic, but it has great negotiation strategies that many of us haven't learned or maybe have gotten away from. Build a clear case for why you deserve it, okay? again. Talk about all the value you're gonna to bring to the company at all times. Uh, number two, do your homework on the market. I'm still surprised on how many job candidates don't do thorough research on what people are getting paid in that location. They look at one site like salary.com and that's it. But you gotta learn everything you can about the company, the role, what you can add to it. The more you know their culture and values, their mission statement, by the way, the more you can ask for in terms of salary. Focus on the positive outcomes you've achieved in the past and can achieve for them. Right, put yourself in the employer's shoes, I like this. Right, really think about what they're looking for from their perspective, not what you're looking for, not just listing off skills, what do they need? Ask them what they need. What are you looking for in a team member? What would be the, the most value that I could bring to this role? Ask that early on in the interview process, you'll be more equipped to negotiate later on. Top strategies for negotiating, this article came out as well. Number one, that's really what I pulled it for, know your worth. If you don't think you're valuable, if you are just coming out of academia making no money or close to no money, right? Or if you're in a job where you're getting paid by the hour, right? You're in a contractor role, you haven't gotten a big corporate salary before, it's easy to not know that you're worth that salary. You are worth that salary. You have to list the reasons why you're worth it, what you can add. I mean, you're getting paid for the value you're gonna add. You gotta be able to articulate that as much as possible. Two more topics, how to write a strong resume headline in 2023. So the trend right now we're seeing because of overly stringent AI, right? Remember this, AI resume filtering systems are filtering systems, they're screening tools, right? I mentioned screening, sourcing, and interviewing. These are the screeners, they're meant to filter out. They're not selecting the best resumes, they're screening out as many as possible. Some companies can get up to 2,000 resumes per position. They wanna screen out like 1,900 of those. They're okay if they miss a bunch of really good resumes. You have to realize that. Why is that important? Because we're seeing simplified resumes work the best. We've encouraged functional resumes in the past. Get rid of dates that, that can only hurt you, right? If you have old dates, crossover dates, gaps, even a month gap, you can get weeded out because of that. If you have job titles that aren't relevant to the job, you're weeded out, no questions asked. If you have too much, right, that's going into the bleed on the resume, you're weeded out automatically. This is continuing with that trend. A headline is just a short statement at the top of your resume saying that you're good, you're good for the, the role, basically saying technical program manager. That's the example they have here, right? Experienced sales professional, right? Uh, 
mixed methods user experience researcher, as in like bold at the top of the resume, a big headline. This is a new trend you probably haven't heard of. I really like this trend. I think this is where resumes are headed. I think in a few years, because of AI, resumes are gonna be a list of like five bullet points and a headline like this. Sounds crazy, but I think that's where we're headed, especially because employers already have your LinkedIn profile, which is very comprehensive. Last thing I wanna talk about, I've been talking about your digital footprint, how you have to clean up, right, your online posts, your private posts, public posts, anonymous posts. And a lot of people write in and say, I don't understand this idea of the linguistic fingerprint, which is part of your digital footprint where they can find your anonymous post. Well, here's the primary article in plus one. Cracking double blind review. Just an example of how the, uh, an abstract, all of the authors of an abstract can be found just from the abstract in a database of what those authors have written before. So we're seeing crazy stuff. We're seeing employers use software where your user email that's used to generate all your user accounts is connected to those user accounts. That's how it finds you. It, there's an article that came out in CNET on how it's looking at your consumer activity. Employers are looking at your consumer activity to determine whether or not they want to hire you. And I think, I think we're seeing this trend for two reasons. One, a lot of companies have been burned recently in a variety of areas, right? They've, they've had people expose them, expose their private data. They've had data leaks, breaches, not just people's you know, credit card information, but proprietary stuff at the company. They've had people get out and talk about the company in terms of political views, in terms of really hot button issues, like social issues. So a company, companies are very cautious of who they're gonna give access to now. So if they, ha if they find anything about you ranting online about anything, anything, no matter the side, they don't care, they're not gonna bring you on because they think that you will rant against them at some point. Really important to understand that. And if you have any sort of history that's available online and your search history, especially, and this talks about how your search history in Google right, is easily found. It, it talks, it specifically recommends using DuckDuckGo, um, removing as much personal information as possible, finding different AI software tools to clean up your account, seeing all pictures that are found about you. If you wanna get into a job, blue collar, low skilled, working on the floor of a, a Target, a McDonald's, et cetera, they're, they're not gonna you know, look online for you. If you're getting into a high level skilled position, white collar, you have to clean up online. You gotta clean up all of the negative stuff, no matter how justified it is, you gotta clean it up. Good digital etiquette, be very professional. The way you would act in a high level corporate office, that's how you need to act. So make sure you're ready for AI in negotiating as well as interviewing, sourcing and screening. Make sure you give this a try, a strong resume headline at the top of your resume, right, right beneath your name. Give a two to three word headline, upload that to the AI instead. I bet that gets you through. Just make sure you're removing all of the other things that can get you screened out first. This takes us to the end of today's news show. As always, stay current, stay engaged in your job search, get into the career that's right for you.